five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome to my musical mind. That's one small step for man. Hey everybody, it's your Naked Dad and this is My Musical Mind. And let's do a little bit of history for today. Thanks to thisdayinmusic.com, I'm going to give you a little bit of history based on today. And today, as I'm, as I'm recording this, it is December 12th. So let's go back to 1957 and start with somebody who you may or may not be familiar with. His name was Jerry Lee Lewis. And today, he secretly married his 13-year-old second cousin, Myra Gale Brown. All doing this while still married to his first wife, Jane Mitchum. Now, Lewis's personal life was hidden from the public until a May 1958 British tour where Ray Barry, a news agency reporter at London's Heathrow Airport, learned about Lewis's third wife. The publicity caused an uproar and the tour was canceled after only three concerts. Okay, so let's go forward a little bit more in history. In 1963, the Beatles were at number one on the UK singles chart with I Want to Hold Your Hand, the group's third number one and first American number one, and this year's UK Christmas number one. Forward two more years. The Beatles' sixth album, Rubber Soul, started a 42-week run on the UK albums chart. It was the second Beatles LP to contain only original material. For the first time in their career, the band were able to record the album over a continuous period, uninterrupted by touring commitments. Kind of significant if you look at the Beatles' history. Rewind a little forward. In 1967, Brian Jones was given three years probation and a $1,000 fine for drug offenses. Three, three psychiatrists agreed that Jones was an extremely frightened young man with suicidal tendencies. All right, now we're going to fast forward to 1992. Actually, let's go back a little bit to, we'll go forward only to 1987. This is when George Michael started a four-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart with Faith. Taken from the album of the same name, it became the top-selling single of the year in the U.S. in 1988. In 1992, Whitney Houston started a 20-week run at number one on the U.S. album chart with The Bodyguard. It has sold over 44 million copies worldwide, becoming the best-selling soundtrack album of all time, as well as one of the best-selling albums of all time. Now let's go forward a little bit, and let's keep going, keep going, keep going, and voila! Let's go to 2012. The Rolling Stones, The Who, Michael Strip, Chris Martin, Bruce Springsteen, and Roger Waters played at Madison Square Garden and raised over... $30 million at a benefit gig in New York for those affected by Superstorm Sandy, which had caused the deaths of 120 people when it hit the Caribbean and the U.S. in October of this year. Their surviving members of Nirvana, Dave Grohl, and Chris, I can't say his name, Chris Novoselk, also joined Sir Paul McCartney on stage to perform. Now, that's a little bit of album kind of tour stuff. 
but let's kind of go back in time to some other kind of interesting facts. Back in 1915, on this day, famous American singer, actor, and producer Frank Sinatra was born. Kind of interesting. Back in 1941, on this day, Terry Kirkman, vocals, the association who scored the 1966 hit Cherish, and also the 1967 U.S. number one single Windy was born on this day. And, well, you know, if you're familiar with, um, well, I'm trying to think of a, a group that I might be familiar with, but maybe um, you're not. Uh, let's let's go. Um, okay, um, Dan Hawkins, the guitarist with The Darkness. Um, if you don't know what The Darkness is famous for, they had a huge hit song called I Believe in a Thing Called Love. On 1976, today, Dan Hawkins was born. And born on this day, Danny Boy from the U.S. rap group House of Pain. I don't know if you remember House of Pain. He was born today back in 1968. So there are some interesting little history facts about today. Let's go on to just some history about music. Well, let's take a little turn and go to Ask Audio and an article by Jay Asher, 10 Strange But Interesting Musical History Facts. Number one, the London Symphony Orchestra was originally booked to perform on the Titanic on its maiden voyage, but they ended up on another boat at the last minute. Let's kind of look in that one. Number two, Tim Pan Alley is an actual place. It's in New York City. And the side streets of Times Square. So many music publishers were hawking their songs on crappy tinny pianos that it got this nickname and it stuck. Oddly enough, the Brill Building got its nickname from being, well, the Brill Building. Number three, yesterday, the Paul McCartney song is the most covered song of all time. Although, like all of their songs, it is credited to Lennon McCartney. But it was all Paul. He came up with the melody first and used dummy lyrics called Scrambled Eggs. There you go. Imagine what that would sound like with those lyrics. Now, Louis Armstrong. We all know him as a jazz great. But Louis Armstrong didn't make a lot of money being a jazz great. And rather than being respected, he wanted to also be wealthy. So he decided to become a pop star. At 67 years old, might I, might I remind you, in 1967, he released the record What a Wonderful World, which climbed to the top of the charts all over the world. And if you don't know what a wonderful world is, go to a wedding or bar mitzvah or graduation or whatever. You'll, you'll hear it. Tombstone testimony number five. Jimi Hendrix's tombstone has a Fender Stratocaster carved on it. But you didn't know that. Number six, Pioneer, Pied Piper. The first pressed CD in the U.S. was Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. And that was either the beginning or the end of recorded music, according to some. We'll find out. Now, number seven, Billie Holiday. Billie Holiday was a babysitter for comedian Billy Crystal. I wonder if she sang them some ditties to go to bed. I don't know. We'll have to find out. 
Oi, I want a bagel and a shamir. Number eight. The name klezmer music is derived from two Hebrew words, clay and zimmer, which translate roughly to vessel of music. Number nine. Hired gun. Beethoven was the first of the composers we now considered masters who never had an official court position, making him the first freelancer. If you don't know anything about musical history, most classical composers like Beethoven and Mozart, and well, not Beethoven, obviously, but Mozart and Bach, they had official court positions. That was how you kind of got heard and people knew about you as you, you were an official, you know, like a, a high-class individual you were a core position. And number 10. While some members think they are God, talking about the academy, unbelievably, Elvis Presley won only three Grammy Awards in his incredible and influential career. And all three were not for the music that he's most known for. They were for gospel records. If you didn't know this, Elvis Presley was big into making gospel music. And that's how he kind of got his start. He didn't have a Grammy for Hound Dog, no Grammy for Jailhouse Rock, or Don't Be Cruel, or Can't Help Falling in Love, or Suspicious Minds, or so on and so on. Not one Grammy for the music that we've all known of. And that does it for a little bit of interesting facts for history. So, yeah, I hope that uh, gives you some sort of perspective on music and kind of fun. I want to take a moment to talk to you about one thing. One thing in particular, and that's music, obviously, but I want to talk to you about how music can change the way you feel. Music can make you go from sad to happy, happy to sad. It can make you be angry. It can make you really upset or it can make you exuberant to make you want to dance. Music has so many elements to it that it can literally change how you feel emotionally. That's the power of music. It doesn't even have to have words to make you feel completely different. I hope this next song that I'm about to showcase to you makes you feel like you want to sit in front of a fireplace and drink a cold drink or maybe something nice and toasty and just enjoy the night or the day. I hope it makes you feel relaxed and really mellow. So, without further ado, here's something from me called Mellow Sippin'. I don't know. Not necessarily the greatest name, but I hope it conveys that feeling.
that was Mellow Sippin. And I hope, like the song's title, you were able to sit back, mellow out, and sip on your favorite drink. And if not, I hope at least that it made you feel more relaxed and made your day a lot easier. Like always, thank you for listening to My Musical Mind. I hope you have a wonderful day or a wonderful night. And I can't wait for you to come back and listen to some more music. Peace out.